This program was first broadcast on Canterbury's access media station, Plains FM, and was made with the assistance of New Zealand On Air. It's time now for Sensing Bros, a program about whānau, well-being and personal growth. This program is about natural buzz. There's a group of us brothers who are living alcohol and drug free and we want to share our stories and celebrate the things that are going right in the world. There's a lot of negativity. We're about positivity. We come from diverse cultural backgrounds, Samoan, Tongan, Māori, and we just want to share the love. Happy New Year, people, and thank you for tuning in to Sensing Bros, first show of 2022. What a year, and what a year we can anticipate ahead. I wanted to start the program with some thoughts around gratitude and just things like that I've been pondering over the last well over a long long time but but particularly in the last uh, few months my name is Phil I'm a counsellor by profession and uh, former former youth worker social worker and I'm you know I've been contemplating just the resiliency that I see uh, a lot with the people that I'm working with and I'm incredibly grateful for the privilege of sharing in their journeys Uh, often when people come there's some chaos and huge amount of stress and emotional anguish and vulnerability courage. So I wanted to begin this year by just thanking the people that I had the opportunity to walk alongside for some time in that space through 2021. And I also wanted to really set the tone again for the year in front of us. So I'm going to share a couple of thoughts Help me frame gratitude and appreciation. And I hope that today you've shown somebody some appreciation and you've received some appreciation. Uh, because gratitude really is, well, they've, they've called it in so, sometimes the mother of virtues. It's incredibly powerful, the techniques that people, you know, cultivate to develop more of an orientation and a sense of well-being absolutely needs, needs um, gratitude. And gratitude is, isn't a me thing. It's, it's not 
like Snoop Dogg's new tour. I just saw his billboard. You know, I am thankful for me. He says. Well, okay. But it's fundamentally, at least from my my perspective, uh, an expression of relationship. And so I hope that this year there's more appreciation in your life, both giving and receiving. So the first part of this show really is is thinking about gratitude really, really broadly. Um, it's not about setting and setting up um, a list of things to do. So this is the way I tend to think about it. And I've called this the five gratitudes. I am actually writing a little thing around this. The first is we're often um, we're often you know when we're raised we we our parents or caregivers or people one of the first things that we learn really early on is to say thank you and please you know and I think as we we get older how well. Um, that is modelled by us and how it's expressed in our environments in our key relationships it really sets sets us up for for life in ways that that um, give us the skills hopefully to work through our disappointments of which there will be some um, with a degree of you know, confidence and fundamental to all of that is, is the cultivation of a way of being that's humble so that humility is a, becomes a, a core characteristic the other part of it is that that as we get older uh, we get more and more insight into if we if we aren't captured by some of the what I call the false foundations of life materialistically speaking uh, so gratitude is an environment is an environment in which we can feel safe and the skills we need to deal with um, some of those relational hardships can be nurtured and amplified so that we become generally uh, grateful beings not just social beings sharing space together but deeply intentionally grateful beings and that does not mean being grateful for the things that cause us harm the darker side uh, people can use and manipulate people and we know that in, in that game of life 
I come across it quite a bit when unpacking what relationships or what the substance of relationships are are actually made of. So here's the basic idea that I want to share at the beginning of the year and utilize it a lot in my own learning and in the challenges that are bound to come. Number one, counting our blessings is always going to help. And when we count our blessings, also matters. So I'm a big believer in the power of keeping either a journal or having an intentional moment where we stop and we still ourselves from all the things that can clutter up our day. And particularly at the end of the night, so that as much as we can, the last words that come from our mouth are ones of thanksgiving. And counting our blessings like that at the end of the day is a nice setup for the new day. So the practice of that is, is and um, can become a habit, which is great because it becomes our default orientation and building up to that habit might take a little bit of practice but at the end of the day just thinking about what our last words are the last words ought to speak life um, and that there is that, that that old saying don't let the sun go down on our anger so I'm hoping to be able to do that every day 2023 and onwards the first words of the day can also be moments of counting our blessing and it's building up that atomic habit so that it becomes our default orientation or our natural orientation uh, it's one of the great challenges and joys of life. In fact, I think it underpins um, how we're going to experience a part of that day that's in front of us. So, number one, counting our blessings. Number two, uh, receiving gratitude. And receiving gratitude is like honouring And acknowledging with humility that something uh, we've done has had a really positive impact on somebody else. But it could also just be in the receiving of a thank you and an acknowledgement of a thank you and not ignoring um, somebody's uh, genuine goodwill towards us so receiving gratitude it's interesting because I find with a lot of people who are in services social services or helping services um, that's kind of a natural way of thinking natural orientation if you like and they want 
to give so much of themselves that often there's this really subtle deflection when somebody comes and says thank you. So not deflecting it, but receiving it with grace and with gratitude. And that might be a small gift. It might be a moment. But those moments really, really, really matter. So number two, how we receive gratitude. And it's also, some people talk about it in terms of love languages, you know, how we like to be thanked. Um, my, my thinking around that is, it's not just how we like to be th- be thanked, it's recognising in somebody else their goodness and in their intent. So the third one is observing gratitude. So with this way of orientating ourselves, the lens through which we look should really give us you know, a much finer appreciation of the kindnesses that are going on around us. Which for some people, you know, when they're really stressed out, it's really uh, um, difficult to see that still there is such beauty in the world and, and taking the time to still ourselves and see that going on is really helpful so observing kindnesses and one of the kindnesses that that we observe often is the gratitude that someone is showing somebody else Uh, I think it's why we like people to receive acknowledgement and rewards publicly which it's not it's, it's, it's not about an empty praise it's about yeah these people they deserve to be honoured so the, the idea really simply is honouring others and observing others being honoured is healthy and encouraging refreshing, reviving and we need a lot of it. So the fourth one is gifting gratitude. And so how we wrap up the gratitude that we want to show somebody else in a way is um, is just an integral part of our orientation to the well-being of others. How am I going to appreciate this other person? How am I going to show them that they matter and that we're thankful for them? So the gifting of gratitude is really um, a thoughtful and an intentional and a genuine motivation And it's actually beautiful to see. It's beautiful to see that that happening when it's when it's um, when it's genuine. Eh? So there's the fourth and the fifth 
bearing witness to others. So the difference between that and observing is that in sharing what well, in sharing the stories of others' kindnesses towards others by speaking those out we're making a a life statement and the sharing of that goes full circle so it's reciprocated often people were actually the more thankful for we, we are when we're genuinely and thoughtfully and intentionally uh, gifting our appreciation to others the more happiness if you like or the more joy the more satisfaction over, over time we will experience so those are the the five gratitudes uh, what I really want to do though is before we have listen to the second part of the, the, the show which is an interview with my uh, youngest daughter Talia and if some of you have been listening to the uh, former shows I've really had the joy as a father of having meaningful conversations with her so I dedicate this show to her with the deepest thanks I can hardly find the right words to express it I want to express it in a way that um, really honours her um, she's just turned 25 and she's been at home uh, she's about to leave the proverbial nest and go and work in Wellington I will miss her dearly but I'm really excited for her and she's brought me so much joy I'm very proud I have a peace in my heart she's well prepared for whatever lies ahead of her so I hope you enjoy the rest of the show and I'll introduce you to her. So Talia, with a few weeks to go before you head to Wellington. Yes. And thinking about the year ahead. Yes. And the year that's been. Mm-hmm. What are your most um, salient highlights from 2021? I was going to say 2020. <laughs> 2020, yeah. We'll go back. All the years sort of blend together. Yeah, within the theme of gratitude. Um, I'm grateful... Uh, for the fact that I was doing my master's in the year that's just been 
and I guess just having that time to lock myself away and really train my mind to think in a certain way and um, to learn and investigate something I was really interested in quite deeply. I mean, that's quite a privilege. And, yeah, just to have been, you know, a a master's student (laughs) for a year Mm. and to have had that that position in the world is quite fun. Um, And I'm grateful that I had a really great cohort. You know, the people that were not just doing the course with me, but actually day in, day out, sitting in the desks right next to me were all really, really good people that I go along with. And, yeah, I guess the friendships that have deepened over this past year. Yeah, those are probably the most salient things. And there's a lot of um, discipline, mental, just absolute mental discipline to Mm. focus on, you know, writing up your thesis, eh? Yeah. Yes. (laughs) It's it's a bit of a mental game. Mental discipline and mental desperation. (laughs) Towards the end, I think it's just a universal Mm. experience. It's that you you are really rushing towards the end. Mm. (laughs) I think that, um, yeah, the people that really are calm and collected and get it done in bite-sized chunks throughout the year, they're just in the top 1%. Of students, mm. it's never that the process is never that neat. You seem to have good supervisors. Yeah, yeah, they're good to bounce ideas off of. Yeah. Well, um, so when you think of the favourite quote around gratitude, or not favourite, but what do you think of? Yes, favourite. I didn't say not favourite, but just one of the ones that might. Uh, I don't. To be honest, I don't know a whole lot of pithy quotes off the top of my head about gratitude. Mm. But as we were talking about the other night, Mm. the the scene that comes into my head is a scene from Lord of the Rings, where Sam Samwise Gamgee is talking to Frodo and he's saying, "There's still beauty in the world, Frodo, and it's worth fighting for." I think that that is a that sums up gratitude. You know, even in a pit of kind of, wow, everything seems to be really against us, and we've been given this, this we're bearing this weight. We can still look at the beautiful things in the world and think, no, yeah, that's worth it. That's worth the current struggle. So, what is beautiful? Um, well, I mean, that's a huge question. But well, I think that. I think aesthetics, (laughs) we don't have to be too kind of like philosophical about it, just things that are beautiful, like a sunset, Mm. a mountain, a river, a cat stretching in the sun, if you're a cat person, Mm. you know, little, yeah, beautiful things. And then there's also character, people who are really noble and virtuous. And you see how they kind of bear up against life. And there's something beautiful in that. And then your own experience of relationships, laughing with a friend over um, 
25 year old whiskey <laughs> that's what I had last week you know just that uh, yeah hmm See, I have to bring in the public health message now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Context to the 25-year-old whiskey. Is, well, it was my 25th birthday. Yes. And I went to a, a nice little um, sort of very kind of bougie lounge. <laughs> and they had an Irish band playing, like, with fiddles and stuff. And they were playing all these really cool tunes in the... Um, the person that was serving our table found out it was my birthday and then offered to find me a 25-year-old whiskey for my birthday. And it was very strong. I don't think I'll be drinking it again. But it was, well, you know, a, you had to do it for gesture. the experience. Yeah. 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 It's beauty, truth, goodness. Mm. Uh, um, growing up. See, I, I actually think that parents don't get told this. So mm. I've been thinking about it. I've been thinking about it. But a lot of parents do it mm. anyway. They they show what is beautiful. Yeah. And um, they set an example, at least, of trying to be as good as they possibly can mm-hmm. and perfectly. Mm-hmm. And... Um, and some are actually interested in what this thing we call truth is, mm-hmm. right? Meaning and purpose in life. So, in the th- in the framing of um, gratitude, their kids actually grow up and pick up by osmosis and sometimes by direct conversation mm. what gratitude looks like. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Mm. Would you say that was true of your upbringing? <laughs> oh, just I thought that. that's where that was going. Yes, yeah. Was it a bit obvious, wasn't it? <laughs> would you, though? Yes. doesn't have to be 100% of the time, because that wouldn't be truthful, but would you say at least 98% of the time? <laughs> 98% of the time. Yeah. Um, yes, I think you modelled an appreciation for... Truth, goodness, and goodness. I am a success, people. <laughs> Don't need anything more. Thank I mean, you. You did introduce me to Lord of the Rings. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> for that very purpose, that you would find the that, gems that I would remember for the rest road. of my life. That's right. Yeah. Um, yeah, absolutely. I, um, Oh, well, I am truly a success. Yeah, it's a, <laughs> sort of a closed uh-huh. question. That's really, really it? Yeah, I uh, think... Um, yeah. yeah, I think also you modelled... Because I was just talking about friendship. Yeah, friendship. I think I've seen you have the same friends over the course of my lifetime, and friends that you've known before even I was born, mm. you know? And That's so true. there's names that repeatedly come up and people that have sort of been around your life. So, yeah, and I think that actually that's not as common as it should be because I have friends, for Mm. example, whose dads don't really have any close friends Mm, or kind of only really have workmates that they might go to the bar with, but not really those kind of friends that are, you know, in their life for 
the good, bad and ugly. So, yeah. I often find that in, with people who I'm counselling, mm. that there's, there's sort of layers of disconnection. Yeah. And, and do you know why that is? Why? No, I'm asking you. <laughs> okay, I thought that was rhetorical. I, well, I guess... Have I talked to you about my four... Oh, sorry to interrupt. No, yeah, yeah, go, go. Uh, just really simple ideas about four kinds of friendships. Or four ways of... Yeah? I think you have, but I can't remember. The friends we walk alongside. Mm. Um, the friends that we walk ahead of. Mm. The friends that follow, uh, well, they, there's a sense in which they're following where we go. Yeah. Um, the friends we walk behind. Yeah. And we're following where they go. And the friends we walk away from. <laughs> yeah. 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 There's also been some of that this year, which I'm grateful for as well. Hmm. Yeah. I think it's just something about being this age. You kind of, and, and moving cities. You kind of realise who you're going to keep and who you're not. Well, that's that's. It's one of the realities of mm. a life course, eh? Yeah. But there are there are people that I've, uh, you know, it matters when I die. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> not that yeah. I want to cause them grief, or yeah. when I pass on, but there 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 are people who you'd you'd want to spend those last hours with. Hmm. Yeah. Before the other life begins. Yeah. So beauty is, as you say, it doesn't. You don't have to analyze, overanalyze it, but no. it's an experience. Yeah, it's that you have in moments. Yeah. Grounded in an appreciation. So there's something mysterious, eh? There's something that's magical or enchanting about Yeah. About that Yeah. Orientation. See yeah. I think some people a lot of people um struggle in moments when they're under great stress to step back and look for that. Because mm. some days some days, the grey days, um for for people are really really tough so I, I suggest and I've got a little I suggest often for people to to think about what their last thoughts are and to verbalise last words of the day so that sun mm. doesn't go down on their anger yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. well actually or their sadness yeah funny you should mention that there's for some reason, I recently downloaded an, this app, and I actually can't remember what it's called. But the icon is a frog. <clears throat> a red I've, frog. Uh, the frog app. You don't know this app. I don't. <laughs> and it's um, it's based on a saying I think of monks. I'm not sure. I can't remember what strand they're from, but that you should, in order to live a full life, you should contemplate death at least five times a day. And yeah, so yeah. this app sends you little quotes five times a day with a little reminder notification saying, don't forget, you're going to die. Tap to open for your quote. 
<laughs> so I've been doing that for the last couple of days. It's kind of fun. And then at the end of the day, you can you can type in um, things for your daily review. So meaningful things each day that, like, if today was your last day, you would have lived it well if you'd done everything that was on that list. Like, reached out to a friend or family member, smiled at a stranger, spent time, you know, reading something interesting, spent time looking at a sunset. You can basically fill it with anything that you want. And at the end of the day, you can do a little daily review and go tick, 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 or or not, and just kind of reflect on, oh, how did I live this day? Did I just kind of go drift. through the motions and drift? Yeah, mm. or was I intentional? Intentional is the key word. Mm. That's a lot of the stuff that I think about sort of sits under that time well spent. Yeah. Given the, given the 4,000 weeks we have. But the science also... The study of the science of gratitude sort of started to pick up in 2003. Right. Yeah. It's so, and they identify it, um, that thinking about the finitude and the transience of life and death mm. really sets a perspective so that people feel that when they think about certain things, they, they get illuminated as somehow has been more precious yeah yeah definitely yeah so um, the practice that's a practice yeah a mindfulness practice about um, transience yeah and transcendence it's really cool yeah it is So what I'm going to do then is bequeath you all these conversations. Okay. Thank you. There you go. Because they're transient, but they there's something um, really. It's an it's such an interesting thing, isn't it? Mm. That one day I'll be passing. Mm-hmm. And there'll be a time. Hopefully, I, I hopefully it, it works out that way for me that I. I get to, you know, hopefully it's not a tragic thing. God. But I'm not... Uh, un- yeah, you know, yes, hopefully. See, well, that's one thing to think about your own death, but think about mine. Uh, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, well, I think... Yeah. In the, in the, I don't know if it's to contemplate your own death or just to contemplate death in general, in general. as an abstract concept. Yeah. Or, yeah, I'm not sure. Have you listened to um, Stephen Jenkins at all? No. Pallia, uh, palliative here yeah a dude that really talks about western culture being death phobic yeah it is yeah I mean especially now with all these billionaires trying to find incredible new technologies that are going to extend their life yeah into the yeah. gosh into the metaverse or whatever it is he's creating yeah and that sort of that movement of transhumanism you know yes the idea yeah. that yeah Okay. okay. So I don't want to end on that note. <laughs> no. Because yeah. um, it's 20, 22 is just beginning. Yes. And we've had a series, I want to thank Plains FM for um, really helping us to have these conversations, you know. Mm. Um, one, of the, one of the things this year 
um, will be that it'll be f- it'll be new and there'll be some quite unique challenges that come your way. Mm-hmm. And what do you think will be anchor you? Um, I think. <laughs> Do you know a song I've been listening to recently? An old song. It's called um, Jenny from the Block by th- J-Lo. Yeah. <laughs> I'm yeah, not saying yeah. that song will, will anchor me, yeah, but, but remembering where I come from. Do mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Yeah. And um, Keep you grounded. Yeah. I think that I have, in terms of one thing that will anchor me, I think it's just everything. The way I've been raised childhood my time at, at uni the friendships that I have in my life the family you know all those things anchor me mm. yeah you seem very confident <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I am you're optimistic yeah well I've got no reason to be afraid really I mean, I know a lot yeah, of people good. are... Yeah, that's really yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. I mean, because... I mean, when I say I've got no reason to be afraid, I mean, there's always a million things that you could be afraid of. Mm. But why dwell on those mm. things? Mm. If you can help it. Mm. <laughs> and I can, fortunately. Mm. I'm, not, um, I'm not a highly anxious person. No, you're not. Yep. You have yeah. a calming presence thank you has been observed (laughs) I wonder which parent I inherited that from well bits of both of us (laughs) I think you you inherited the artistry definitely from your mother yeah (laughs) you know yeah um and that I guess because I, I spend so much time, you know, um, trying to work out how to how to calm <laughs> yeah. calm people in their in their storms yeah. of life, really. Um, yeah, well, yeah. I guess I gain that by osmosis, as as you say. Yeah, yeah, and how much by genes, I don't know, but less mm, than fifty yeah, percent. I'm going to go Nature that way. Nature and nurture. Mm. Yeah. Well, you know, personality profiles are generally like they say kind of those traits are yeah are kind of genetically fixed, but right. can transform. Some yeah. things can be transformed. That's generally the the idea. Yeah. But right, so like the big five personality yeah. things. Yeah. Big five personality traits. So anyway, last. Is there somebody in particular that you would like to express thanks for? Um, not me. <laughs> I was wondering Which if was that was at the top of the list. I know I was at the top of the list, but if, you know, just somebody that you you think about that you'd like to send a thank you message to. Um, can I only pick one person? You can pick as many as you like, but... Oh, no, but that throws it too wide. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So I thought I'd just contain it and just say, just somebody um, say that you do. How about... 
Nana. Your mum. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. What would Please, you like to say? Please, thanks, Nana. Um, thank you for being very involved in my life, you know? She knows all my friends' names, even from years ago. <clears throat> She'll ask me how friends I used to have at primary school are, and I haven't talked to them in, like, ten years. <laughs> and, um, yeah, you know, she texts me and kind of keeps me updated on her croquet success. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what I'd like to think. That's nice. Yeah. <laughs> That's very nice. She's been very interested in the details of your life. Yeah, she's interested in the details of everybody's life. She really is. <laughs> she really is. I think also I'll, I'd like to thank it because since May last year... She took, she spent just about every day in hospital beside mm, yeah, your yeah. uncle. Yeah. You know? Yeah, she's taken on a big load this year, last year. Mm. I mean. And, you know, fortunately he's out of ICU and HDU and just started another journey of recovery at home with support. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah, it's another thing to be grateful for. Yeah, and also when we were down there, um, seeing the um, way the HDU and ICU uh, people cared for him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the big thanks. Yeah, absolutely. Would go out to them. Okay, well, okay. that kind of wraps up our final conversation. Mm-hmm. Well, not our final conversation, but... <laughs> our last conversation, conversation even. <laughs> our last I'm conversation. I'm not going to speak to you after go we move to Wellington. And, <laughs> yeah, go out there and... Um, yeah, yeah. Do what you've got to do, and I'll see you on the other side. <laughs> of life? <laughs> <laughs> no, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's pretty much our... Um, sense in prose series of conversations yeah next time we talk it might be on my highly successful but non-existent as, uh, as you podcast non-existent. Mm, yeah. yeah 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 look forward to it about that okay okay cool. um last song request from you um Gosh. Um, you see that? Like, imagine that. I should do a song called... Yeah. Gosh. Turn and face the gosh. Wait, you're going to have to cut that bit out. Oh, yeah. That was, like, bad, eh? <laughs> it's bad. Yeah, it's What's not cool. that? <laughs> that wasn't cool at all. I am so uncool, man. <laughs> But <laughs> it was really uncool. It was almost awkwardly cringely uncool. <laughs> it's just it's like Michael Scott in the office when he says anything. And just that you could hear a pin drop. 
Um, I'm trying to think. I feel really embarrassed. That I can't remember the name of the song. Pink Floyd. Yep. It's the one. You're only coming through in moments. He's been. It's like a song, and a guy's been medicated. Pink Floyd. Yeah. I don't want to sing it. I'm not going to get that on recording. Pink Floyd, you are only coming through in waves. Lips move, I can't hear what you're saying. Damn. Choose another one. Okay. Mm. I can't remember the name. Um, <laughs> I can't think of any. Um, I listen to so many songs. Maybe Nothing by Bruno Major. Okay. I listened to that today. It's quite sweet. Is it? Yeah. Give me a lyric. Uh, there's nothing like doing nothing with you. It's about... Oh, he's, sort nice. of, he's been grateful nice. about just the small moments. But it's, it's, it's like being at home. Just, yeah. Just where you're comfortable to be at home. Yeah, that's the vibe of the song. Oh, it's really cool. Yeah. Yeah. Well, here it is then. I'm going to play it. Nothing by Bruno Major. And to all those listening, I hope you've um, you have a place or a space that you can really f- feel like that. Mm. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Thanks, dear. Sorry. <laughs> Tracksuits and red wine, movies for two. We'll take off our phones and we'll turn off our shoes. We'll play Nintendo, though I always lose Cause you watch the TV while I'm watching you There's not many people I'd honestly say I don't mind losing to But there's nothing like doing nothing with you Dumb conversation We lose track of time Have I told you lately I'm grateful you're mine We'll watch the notebook For the seventeenth time I'll say it's stupid Then you'll catch me crying We're not making out On the boat in the rain Or in a house I painted blue but there's nothing like doing nothing with you So shut all the windows and lock all the doors We're not looking for no one, don't need nothing more You'll bite my lip and I'll want you more Until we end up in the heat you could be dancing on tabletops Wearing high heels Drinking until the world spins like a wheel But tonight your apartment has so much of you 
Thank、you.